In the first part of this two-episode series, Don Chubei, a life shopping expert and principal of the Life Selling School, delve into the evolution of home shopping and the world of live stream shopping. She underscores the significance of authenticity and consistency in life selling, discussing the adoption of this trend in the Western world. Don offers valuable insights into the challenges of implementing live shopping, along with practical tips for preparing and promoting these events. The episode also covers the various sectors that can greatly benefit from live shopping and the critical role of effective hosts in driving sales. Welcome to the Ecom Pulse, your heartbeat to the world of e-commerce. Join us as we meet industry leaders, innovative entrepreneurs, and passionate professionals who are at the forefront of the e-commerce revolution. From groundbreaking technologies to marketing magic, Ecom Pulse is your insider's guide to all things e-commerce. So plug in, gear up, and get ready for a pulse-pounding journey into the heart of e-commerce. I'm very excited about our guest today, Don Chu Bei. The live shopping guru and the principal of Life Selling School is in the house. Welcome, Don. How are you? I am great. Happy New Year. And thank you so much for having me on the show. Welcome, welcome. Happy New Year. It's great to have you here. I'm super excited about our show today. So, Don, for the people that don't know you, tell me a, bit, a little bit about yourself and what you are working on right now. So I am, well, now I get to call myself a veteran broadcaster. I've been <laughs> in the world of television for well over 20 years. The bulk of my background was in traditional broadcast, but for the last seven years, I've been working in the world of TV home shopping and live stream shopping. And over the last course of the year, I decided to combine all of my skills and expertise in not only broadcast, but media training and live stream and TV home shopping to create live selling school where I am cultivating the next wave of live selling talent and working toward building up live, live selling skills and live stream shopping strategies for both brands and for talent. Oh, that's amazing. So you're really like uh, all these years at the forefront of media, video, commerce, like at the crossroad of all these exciting, you know, opportunities and technologies. So please share with us, how do you see the landscape of home shopping has evolved, especially now with the, the advent of live stream shopping? I mean, give us your perspective of how things have evolved throughout, throughout the years. Well, the world, obviously, of TV home shopping has been around for, what, a half a century, right? 50 plus years. Correct. And it's really the nucleus, I think, clearly, of what live stream shopping is. Um, what's interesting to me is while, of course, we do see the slowdown generally of TV home shopping, let's face it, it's not necessarily going anywhere, certainly anytime soon. It's sort of the exactly. OG, the original of what we would see for traditional, um, even online and e-commerce. It was sort of what started it all. But what I look to is even what traditional home shopping is doing 
is incorporating live stream shopping as a really also good indicator of the importance of evolving those strategies, still recognizing and respecting the original sort of strategies, but helping them evolve and almost translate into not only modern day influencers and ambassadors and brands, but of course, as you know, um, incorporating modern brands and retailers to meet mm -hmm. their customer where they are which is, of course, online and on mobile. Exactly, exactly. So there are, there are many, like, let's call them legacy technologies, you know, blueprints, scripts, production tactics that are still valid today. But nevertheless, there are new tactic, tactics that came, came in, like, probably the last three to four years with live shopping that's originated from China, obviously. So what do you think is uh, relevant still today from the days that you've started? And, and what I think are the new factors that are important today in modern life shopping? So without question, strategy is always going to be important. And I think that's sometimes exactly. a big mistake that people make uh, when they decide to go live on whatever platform, right? Go yes. live is the idea is that they can just kind of wing it. And the good people, the good hosts and the good presentations make it appear like everything is incredibly spontaneous, which it can be, but it's all of the preparation and strategy that allows you to still come across with a professional level product. And by professional, I don't necessarily mean it has to be fancy. And that's where we take the legacy sort of concept of home shopping and think, okay, it's got to be really formal. You've got to have like the table and the proper lights. And yes, you do need elements of that, but the idea that it can still be um, intentional in its strategy, a theme also being very, very important with respect to that as well. So taking what those networks have done, which is themes and strategies and proper setup and staging and having your props, thinking to what your demonstrations are, that's important to carry forward. It's like the 2024 in and out list, right? So in is still yeah. gonna always be that planning. Out is going to be the idea of necessarily thinking everything has to be perfect before you go live. My perspective is go live, but go to it with a plan and that will allow you to still have a great product that comes out, even if it's not at perfection. Exactly, exactly. So authenticity is is a keyword. I mean, everyone is using this as a key differentiator, right? But it's not enough, I guess. It needs to be also professional and structured and consistency is also the key, right? So authenticity obviously is a major issue. I'm sure you're working with your students on, on authenticity. So maybe you try to describe what it really means. So it's interesting that you say that because in my online course and when I coach my students, we do talk about obviously authenticity. And yeah. isn't it interesting that that was the word of the year, um, according <laughs> right. to one of the dictionaries, right? Authenticity, because yes, we have so much technology available to us. And yes, with AI, I know it can get scary for a lot of people. And in particular, the customer, I think the customer gets very, very concerned because they think with that, there is no one hearing what their needs are and anticipating and really that authentic voice that builds trust. So to me, in this world of technology and AI, that authenticity is going to be even more important. So in my course, 
there's actually, and I won't be able to list them all off because I usually have a list with them, but there I've, I've identified 10 different components to authenticity. And of course, trust is an incredibly important part of it, but how do you convey that through technology, right? Through a screen where you can't actually see the whites of someone's eyes or to really read some of the other elements of the body language. So other parts of it, are things like product knowledge, right? They can trust what the host is saying because of that authentic um, interpretation of what some of those key features are and how they identify and translate into a benefit. Um, Obviously, the way you communicate, the way you listen, the way you anticipate needs. There are so many elements of it, but authenticity is what breeds trust and trust ultimately is what can facilitate sales and customer conversion. Something that traditional e-commerce as we know and why live stream shopping is so important for brands as you head into the future is because technology can't be authentic. I don't care. I know, and there's lots of AI out there that will say, oh, we can you know, make yeah. a person say what we want them to say. Yeah. But authenticity is a human emotion and, an, and a human uh, conveyance of how we communicate technology will never be able to match what a human can do with authenticity. Yeah, so this is really interesting because what you're saying actually is that everyone can be authentic and interesting and this is something that you can learn, right? Well, it's everyone's authentic. The learning is how can you uh, project it? How can you amplify it? So here's the thing. Authenticity doesn't necessarily mean that everyone has to like you. Authenticity has to do with being able to communicate your true self. If you watch a comedian on television and and they're funny, but not to everybody, right? They're not funny to everybody. Not everybody likes everybody, but you know that's who they are. And that is what breeds the trust. Another element of authenticity is consistency. Now, when we talk about home shopping and broadcasting, we think, okay, consistency is like every Monday, we're going to do a show or every third Saturday, we're going to do a Saturday sip and shop, for instance, as an idea, right? The consistency when it comes to authenticity and why that is one of the key components is because it's the consistency of who you are. So if you were to follow me on social media, you would get the same person as you're hearing talking on this podcast and and the way I communicate. If you were to see a different side of Dawn, now you're kind of going, whoa, 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 which Dawn or which host or which (laughs) salesperson is the one speaking to me? Is it the one that's telling me what they really think and actually cares to put the right product into my hand? Or is it the Dawn that's just trying to make a sale? Because here's the thing. Yes, with live shopping and yes as hosts our job is to sell as a tv home shopping host i had targets not only by the day by the minute right dollars per minute by hour now we don't want returns right so the thing is is it's not my job just to sell you something because my job is to sell i want to make sure i'm getting the right product to you so part of the authenticity as well is advocacy this product might not be for everybody, but here's who it's for. And listen, if you're not that person, I bet you've got someone in your home. I bet you've got somebody in your home who is tired of living with pain sure. and 
tired of not being able to do the things they want to do, you can still make the sale while being authentic. Correct. Correct. I mean, you mentioned the word broadcast, right? And, you know, I'm with you. I'm like celebrating 25 years in the video business, right? So, I mean, for millennials, Gen Z, this is like a very strange word, broadcast, right? I mean, it's, uh, I've started when, you know, video was analog and I was in early days of moving from analog to digital, right? And all these years, I mean, you know, the US was like innovating, right? We always took technologies from Western world and adopted them. And then it, there was a migration to, you know, other parts of the world, let's call them emerging markets, right? But with live shopping, we see like the complete the other way around, right? It's, it's, a, it's a trend that started in Asia and China is doing huge numbers over there. Like just the live shopping, you know, revenues in China are much bigger than, you know, countries in Europe, just, just the overall e-commerce business volume, right? Now, how do you see this adopted in Western world? I mean, this Chinese way of selling, I mean, people are just, you know, uh, spending hours or even days continuously selling products. And some of them are even, you know, some of these sellers are like billionaires, right? How do you see, you know, the adoption in the US and North America of this, you know, new trend? So first of all, I don't think we're ever in the Western markets going to see, I think you've probably seen it too, uh, the viral video of the gal in China and she, they, someone slides in a box and she pulls it up and she throws it out, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is amazing. Yeah. I'm just amazed <clears throat> by her hand-eye coordination. Yeah. <laughs> but no, let's, let's be honest. <laughs> we're not, I don't think we're going to be there. I mean, and, sure. and just very, the scale. It's just, it's just not going to happen. And I'm going to say that I think it's that perception of what China is doing that has created a bit of fear, maybe if I can say there, hesitancy, maybe that's the better word, with mm -hmm. some brands, because they think we're not that. And I think there's also, for some, a hesitancy to get involved with live shopping because they also think, oh, that I don't want to do TV home shopping. Yeah, that's where I think we've got to do a, a better job, perhaps, of yes. embracing um, certainly the heritage of what home shopping does. I mean, that's the very basis of my HSH method for my live selling school, 100 percent, because mm -hmm. that's really just a sales strategy. We're talking about a sales strategy to connect through the sure. screen. Sure. But I think it's the fear that you have to have a big studio, a huge setup, 12 camera people, you know, an audio board right? Someone switching. And I know for gen, you know, the different generations and gen alpha will have okay. no clue what we're talking about. Exactly. <laughs> but, yeah. But I think that's that concern that maybe has some people not even willing to dip a toe. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're seeing more adoption of at least the idea of going live. And I say this because I've had recent conversations as we all do in this business, we're constantly educating and evolving because by the time this podcast airs, there'll be new developments in how certain things are done. So it's, sure. it's a constant finger on the pulse, which I know you have with Vimy as well. Um, but I just had meetings with, um, it was a PR firm and they represent several different um, brands. And they're really, I mean, they focused a lot on hospitality, but they're really starting to okay. get a lot more in the way of consumer brands. Mm -hmm. And what they've been saying is that there's a lot more pressure 
on, um, on their agencies to deliver more with their influencer marketing marketing. Sure. Because they're not getting out of the influencers, frankly, the return to exactly. what they're paying. And this to me is exactly why live shopping is one of those important elements in a marketing strategy to incorporate. Sure. Because now we're doing right the 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 we're bridging that gap. I mean, I know people listening to your podcast and watching this broadcast, they kind of they understand what live stream shopping is, right? Yeah. The bridging the gap between in-person and online. But there's still a lot of brands in the Western market, I'm finding, that they still think, oh, I've got to go pitch on to TD Home Shopping to get access to that. And you don't. Mm, it's yeah. like you need a phone, a light. Some people don't even worry about lights, but yes, get a light. Do the professional setup as far as a light, but it's technology. If you can work a phone, if you can, you know, type on a computer, you know, as far as that level of expertise, you can do it. And I want sure. people to start to understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I, I think that also from our experience, you know, working with brands and retailers and from various research that, that we do, I mean, we don't need to convince that video works, right? Video like video marketing. Let's call it shoppable video or video commerce or live shopping. And by the way, it can be live or non-live or linear or pre-recorded stream live. All these scenarios are, everyone knows that it's, it's a very, very powerful tools, right? But I mean, in terms of media productions, like video is the most complex, right? But it doesn't have to be that way. We talk about, you know, authenticity and people needs to be, you know, more trained or standing in front of cameras and having the right, you know, scripting in place you know, lightning and like a good camera and, and audio. And, and definitely they can shoot out and, and, and obviously, you know, sell products and educate their, their customers. It's not just selling, right? It's also education, training, customer support. Video is like everywhere. And on every port, it's just growing and growing and growing. So having that, you know, in place and, you know, the customers and the, like brand retailers and even enterprises of any sort, they know that video works and almost all of them are investing huge amount in video. Like those videos that let's call them today, like short, short form videos that, that they're uploading can be organic or paid over social media, right? Now the live shopping component is something that everyone wants to try, but obviously they have, you know, challenges. So, you know, my next question is what are the, like the common challenges that you hear from clients when they, you know, contemplating or trying to think about live shopping and want to implement it into their organizations? They don't know where to start, right? <laughs> I mean, and, and this is why we're having this conversation because I want to sit there and let you know. Okay, so let's help them. Let's yeah, help them. Let's is, give some structure, some knowledge. So content, right? We all yep. know that content is king, but what does that mean when it comes to getting ready to go live? It's having a plan. And I always say, yes, okay, so let's assume you've got a host that is A, comfortable on camera, B, fine with talking all by themselves, right? Now you can do co-hosted yep. situations. And so that's 100% a strategy. And there's, it's, it's essentially like having an interviewer would be mm -hmm. at the helm doing all the, the business part. And then you could have an expert, someone that is, you know, maybe a formulator of a skincare um, line or a designer. So let's assume you have that in place. Then let's assume you've got the technology, a few lights, 
nice quiet room, throw background. This is from Amazon. It's not complex. Yep. Like it's like a little wallpaper. I pinned it up with tacks. Like it, it doesn't have sure. to be. Sure. And you also give them various tech recommendation, like for gears and stuff, right? You can also exactly. help with that. So I've got a whole yeah. list you exactly. know, of the gear yeah. that's good. But so let, so what I would say is to get started, pick a theme. Now in traditional broadcast mainstream media, right? So when you turn on folks that are listening that, Again, this is Gen Alpha. We're turning on the TV here, right? If you were mm -hmm. to turn on a TV, why do you watch something on Netflix? Why do you watch a series? Because you like the topic, you like the theme, you like the general concept. So first sure. things first, pick a theme. Doesn't have to be hard. If you're in fashion, it's the top three items you need today that are under $20 to transform what's in your closet. Yeah. Now, That's when you... Now that that theme or plan, are you referring to like the next video I'm going to produce, or like the general plan, like a quarterly plan or a long plan? That's the next video. The, the next, next video. video, yeah. Sure. Get yeah. a con get devise a content calendar, right? And I've got one at LiveSellingSchool.com. People can download if they want. I've got a Q1 calendar, and I'll put them out every quarter. Nice. But there's a lot of um, like national days, and let's face it, there's like five hundred things that can happen on every day and so national day, but that's okay. We latch onto that, right? So take a look at, okay, let's even choose Valentine's Day. We know Valentine's Day is coming up in, in whatever, however much time. Mm -hmm. So now is not too early to start going, Ooh, I want to post a video and it could be a video. You're right. And I'm glad you said that it doesn't always have to be live, but the skills mm -hmm. still apply, right? How to convert hooks, sure. calls to actions, permission to buy, demonstrations, gamification, right? That can happen even on video. You just have to do it a little differently, but it's all still applying. So we know Valentine's Day is coming up or Christmas or Mother's Day or whatever you want to celebrate. National Cheesy Sock Day. That's coming mm -hmm. up in the next couple of months <laughs> on my wow. calendar. Um, okay. so right about that, right? Yeah. Am I going to do a short? Am I going to do a live? The live can be 10 minutes. The live can be five minutes. It could be a product activation, but think of the theme that yep. you want to do and then create that as that nucleus and then work out what you're going to do. Are you going to have a guest? Are you going to have links? Are you going to have a click to buy? Are you going to do a, you know, a Q&A? Revolve it around your content, but make live shopping or video commerce or social commerce a part of that digital strategy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. So we have a plan, we have a theme, we have the right gear, we are highly motivated, we think we are authentic. What's the structure or the plan that you, you have you, you can suggest for that specific event? Is there any blueprint that you can share? Is it sure. depending like niche, uh, you know, every niche has its own or I mean, I'm discussing, you know, trying to get more information about, you know, the scripting, the structure, let's say it's a 30 minute session. How do you like, what's the best way to structure that? So first of all, have, I mean, yes, niche is always great. And it's nice to have your host be within a niche, but keep in mind, I mean, as home shopping hosts, we, we've, I've done shows where we have like every niche that's within one show. Within one show. Why, yeah. Of course. And, and that's why the theme also is important because it could literally be like Dawn's top favorite things that you need for a new home. That you're moving into so it yeah. could be that but yeah. so yes as far as like a scripting so i i there's like for me there's kind of this eight step formula to a successful live shopping event and often mm -hmm. i start it with i start it with a hook 
even before an introduction that's and sometimes you know with live yes you gotta wait for people to join and i get it it's hard to kind of come out of the gate with a big hook but but come out with that hook right away and for anyone listening you know a hook is it's the grabber it's like why are you watching it's like when you watch a movie trailer sometimes it's that movie trailer that gets you to the movie theater sometimes it's the star so that might be the host sometimes it is a it is the topic the concept great so this all this is all stuff that exists we already we already are humans that behave this way based on what's put out there and so we're doing the same way so i start out with the hook then i give you the idea of who i am and why i am the one to be able to help you through this journey right, right. so i am yeah. a product expert i am a makeup i'm not a makeup artist but let's say i was and i was doing a beauty show okay. i would want to let you know what my credibility is okay then i give everyone sort of a lay of the land so here's what we can expect in the next you said 30 minutes. Okay. So today we're going to, I'm going to show you five products. They work well together, but if you don't have the budget to get everything in the show, that's okay. You know, each one of them can work independently with what you already have potentially. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that would be how I would go. And then I would get into that first product and that first product. So the hook off the top of the show is really like, why do people want to watch over the course of this half hour? I'm going to show you a product that can give you immediate results or i'm going to show you a product that is going to give you 12 different outfits with that one outfit yeah that's the hook like for the value show. bombs right, right from the get-go yeah and then each <laughs> individual product that you bring to air so for again for the young people when we're on any kind of screen that's or sound that's called air right we're bringing sure. them to air so you know each one of those products also needs a hook right so we go through that we and and i would argue too that when anyone is presenting the feature is or sorry the benefit is more important to the viewer or the shopper or the customer than the feature and i'll tell you why okay because features of course they're important we need to know how much strength or wattage is in that blow dryer 100 percent. but if mm-hmm. you sat there and said okay this blow dryer is 1600 watts honestly i have no idea what that means but if you told me that that wattage will dry my hair in 50% less time, so 50% faster, now that matters. So Correct. you're not going to lead with the fact that this is a blow dryer that has 1600 watts. Mm-hmm. You're going to lead, even though the manufacturer probably would say, oh, make sure you get that 1600 watts out there. Yes, it's important, but it's only important because of the why. Why is that important? You're hearing sure. someone say it in your ear. That's my biggest strategy. Here, as a host that's talking to yourself all the time, and if you don't have a lot of interaction on your on your feed, I mean, hopefully you do, right? Because sure. that's what people, you know, communicate with you. Um, but always be hearing in your ear. Why does that matter? It matters because it dries your hair faster. So you're going to lead with that. That's the yeah. hook. Yeah. So we don't want to like spray and pray or provide all these, uh, you know, dumping features. We need to speak (laughs) speak the value, the value language and benefits for customers. So you mentioned the hook, like, which is within the event itself. But I think the hook starts much earlier, right? When you promote the event, when you, you know, doing all these social media campaigns, probably to invite shoppers to the event. And obviously there is a lot of activities post event. So I would love to hear your thought about some best practices, you know, prior to the event itself and after the event itself. How do you maximize, you know, the sales potential, 
the customer loyalty, you know, all the engagement that you are developing with your customers. Yeah, this only works if you treat it the way you would an event. And I'm going to say, let's start from the brand standpoint. So if, sure. if a brand is out there working with a live shopping event or a video shopping event or have included any element of what we're talking about into their strategies, mm-hmm. you would never have a big sale in store without promoting it, right? Because otherwise, sure. we're going to get nobody at the front door. Exactly. Yeah. So so the the promotion does have to happen within the brand. But it also needs to happen with your host. And and some of the mistakes that I see um, in particular, and this just really has to do with not setting the right tone with your host or your influencer of what your expectations are. Mm-hmm. So I can speak from a standpoint that I know of brands that have hired uh, influencers to be a host and paid a lot, but with with nothing in the contract that said, oh, by the way, let's make sure you also promote this on your feed. And if there's the ability to simulcasts, you know, obviously platforms, many of them are able to do that now, sure. um, or at the very least share after the fact, right? So there's that. So make sure that you're also engaging with your host on what their role is to help mm-hmm. get the success of Let's Talk Live, um, of getting people to tune into your live feed. So there's the promotion ahead of time and that that should happen, you know, can happen weeks ahead, but it's, it's the constant drip of promotion, right? Coming up next week, mm-hmm. mark it on your calendars. Hey, and also promote any other incentives for people to join live. Exactly. For exactly. instance, um, uh, a discount, right? Correct. For those that are tuning in live and for 15 minutes after, you're going to have, for anything you've got in your cart, you're going to have access to a special discount that no one else will get. Now, so there's the lead up during, obviously there's the very light brushing that you and I just talked about that I go into a lot more deeper detail within my course. Sure. But then let's talk about after. Because afterwards, you've now got great video, right? Because it's gone live, but it was on camera. You can sit there and put it onto video Mm -hmm. and you can slice it into each individual content. So we have that even in the world of TV home shopping and go on to any network and you'll see there'll be little shorts. That's ultimately what they are, little short clips that are attached to whatever product is on. And now that is content that A, lives within the site. So as part of their e-commerce, right? But also this can also be part of your social strategy, your social media strategy. And the more you um, follow up with the success and even sometimes honestly perceived success, because there's different measurables as we know, right? That's going to help feed and funnel into your next event. Because we know this is a marathon, right? It's not a race. It's not a sprint. But it is something that if you start now with all those strategies and with getting involved in this type of essentially content marketing, when, when everyone else six months, a year, two years from now, gen alpha, when that's the only way they shop, because they're a digital born into the digital age, you're going to be that leader. And that's the key. So yes, pre, during and post, you need that support for that one event. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I think it's very, very important, right? All this uh, prior to the event and post event. What we see from 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 our platform is that a lot of the sales are happening post the event, like within the next twenty four hours. On the on the VOD level, you can still buy 
And with the video checkout, you can still you know, see the history of the chat. And a lot of sales are happening post the event, so which is really, really nice. So we always encourage customers to maintain the discounts, again, if they have the inventory, so users can, uh, you know, so they can maximize the, the users and, of course, implement a variety of like outreach messaging or workflows to make sure people are uh, those who abandoned the cart or those who didn't purchase, they have, still have the opportunity with the, maybe another coupon code to leverage the specific opportunity. So it's not just uh, the video event and the production and scripting and all the storytelling that we discussed. There's a, a lot of smart, you know, marketing or upselling tactics that needs to be implemented in, you know, in various stages. Um, so the next topic I want to talk to you about, you know, various niches, right? I mean, obviously there is like direct to consumers, you know, B2C type of customers in various niches. And but there's also B2B, right? And we can discuss about products, physical goods and, you know, services and digital products. I think the latest insider uh, intelligence report indicated it like that digital products are like number two in live shopping today in the US, which is really amazing. So if we want to just, you know, differentiate the market and see where what works today and which sectors, uh, I would love to have your thoughts on this topic. Yeah, I mean, you know, whether you're, I mean, let's face it, digital products, uh, we're, we're seeing a massive boom in, in any of that right now. And in particular, yeah. um, and this is where, you know, I think it's important to acknowledge that the skills as a live seller, and again, whether it's live or on video, having a structure, having a theme, um, gathering all the research that's relevant as they apply to the benefits and the features and yep. all of that. Um, even with affiliate marketing, mm -hmm. we're seeing so many that are able to reach people like never before. And I know Correct. with your platform, there's that ability as well um, to be able to sort of work within that. And, you know, there's never been more opportunity now to reach so many people with such, I'm going to say little effort with respect to technology as far as the user technology. Because I don't personally need to know how to code or, or create software to be yep. able to do what Correct. TV home shopping networks and live streamers within those networks are able to do. I mean, we're talking, you know, millions and billions of dollars of technology that I get to access for whatever a month or every use and a, and yeah. a, and a click on a button. So, yeah, I mean, I think that the growth of that, I think... I can't remember where I was reading this, but just acknowledging that this is the year of the digital, of the digital, right? Mm -hmm. The digital marketer, the sure. affiliate marketer, um, and to be able to access so much for really so little effort and investment, even as an individual, right? And then businesses who have a little bit more budget, yeah, they can toss a few more resources in there. But really, I mean, it's just one of the most efficient ways to be able to access a consumer. Thank you for tuning in to this first part of our discussion with Don Chubay on the fascinating world of live shopping. We delved into the evolution from traditional home shopping to the dynamic realm of live stream shopping and uncovered the critical roles of authenticity and consistency. Join us in the next episode as we continue our conversation with Don, exploring the intricate skills required for being a successful live shopping host and the future of live stream shopping. Don't miss it!